Welcome to An American Breakthrough, a podcast from the United States Conference of Mayors. I'm your host, Greg Fisher, Mayor of Louisville and the President of the Conference. Like everybody, we're thinking about Election Day coming up very soon. And on today's episode, we're here to talk about what action cities are taking to ensure the integrity and security of America's electoral process, whether you're voting early, by mail, or in person on November the 3rd. For many Americans, Election Day is a momentous occasion a chance to exercise the incredibly important right to vote and have a say in America's democratic process. But many cities are concerned. As we get closer to election day, we're seeing increased threats to our election from the continuation of misinformation campaigns and foreign interference to voter intimidation efforts and even the worry of violent protests. And on top of that, we know that many voters may have questions about whether their vote is actually going to count. So naturally as mayors, we take these threats seriously and believe it's our duty to do everything that we can to help secure our elections. There's nothing partisan or political about it. All voters deserve to have their voices heard at the ballot box. Joining me for this important conversation today is Albuquerque Mayor Tim Keller. Welcome, Mayor Keller. Good morning, great to be with you. Well, it's great to have you on the show today and the 2020 election is shaping up to be like no other in our nation's history and cities are doing everything they can to ensure all voters can safely participate in our nation's democratic process. So first of all, tell me how early voting is going on in your city and state, and what are you doing differently because of the pandemic? Well, early voting is just jam-packed. So we're seeing so far record numbers. And I remember the first day of early voting, I was driving past one of our locations. And, you know, usually it's kind of a ghost town, actually, for early voting at some of our locations. And there was a line around the block, and I thought it was for for this donut shop that's right next to it, because there usually is a line there, uh, especially during COVID, but it was actually for elections. And so uh, folks, I think, are definitely taking advantage of early voting. And we're also seeing record number for absentee. And so far, uh, we actually seem to have a, a, sta- a secretary of state and a county clerk just doing a really good job uh, making sure everyone knows the different options that are available. That's fantastic. Uh, As mayor, are you taking any preventive measures to make sure that you're preparing for election day? You know, we've done a few things. Number one, we wanted to understand in terms of COVID. So our particular state in our city, we've got restrictions on things like capacity and face masks. So we're making sure that those are enforced appropriately. And of course, that there's that sort of distanced uh, outside line process. Uh, We're fortunate, even though it is coming up upon winter here, you know, typically the weather is pretty good. And so we can accommodate a lot of folks outside waiting in line. Also, with respect to security, we certainly have worked on the different uh, rules and regulations with respect to any campaign activity or statements or protests of any kind and the proximity to a polling location. So in our state, we are allowed to have a substantial buffer uh, of several, about 100 feet roughly. And so that's being maintained at all our locations. And we're working together with the county and the state police. I think it's important because elections all have different jurisdictions at polling sites. And so for us, the county's done a good job uh, really stepping up and supporting in this area. Well, there's a lot of concern around the country right now about the security of the election. So what are the greatest threats to our electoral process that cities are worried about right now? And do you expect any issues to arise in your city? You know, we were on a call with, I think, 107 mayors, and uh, you were on there, of course, Mayor Fisher and our police chiefs, and we were talking about these issues all around the country. 
And for us, you know, there is a strong concern certainly about these paramilitary groups or these militias. And fortunately, there are quite strong rules almost in every state, but also here in New Mexico, where if there is any group that is essentially acting like a military group, including parading, which I thought was an old fashioned term, actually, of course, but, uh, you know, marching around with weapons and flags actually is not allowed in most states, uh, including ours near a polling place because that constitutes parading as a militia. So we've now been briefed by our district attorney's office legally on what we can and can't do and enforce. So that was one piece of preparation. Uh, another piece of preparation is really understanding the security of the ballots. So we do have our emergency operations center and kind of an emergency security plan should somebody try and protest or attack the ballot warehouse. Excellent. And, and are you communicating this and assuring people that uh cities or your city and cities around the country here with the conference. I know we are doing everything that we can to protect the integrity of the election. You know, we're trying to get the word out as best we can. Of course, there's campaigns up, you know, all the time on TV and there's uh, Halloween coming. So there's a lot to push through, but we're trying and I'm going to actually early vote on Halloween. <laughs> and so uh, we try and let folks know that uh, you can certainly it's safe to vote by mail. It's safe to vote early and it's safe to vote in person, both in terms of COVID and in terms of security. And so that's a message that we try to get out there. And I think also we are preparing for a several month uh, period all the way up to inauguration day of the potential for social unrest. And so I think our uh, both our police department, but also our fire department, code enforcement, uh, some other different departments, we are worried, of course, that if, especially if there's an uncertain outcome, there's the potential for social unrest, no matter what side is winning or losing at the polls. So we have all our first responders and public safety teams uh, doing tabletop exercises on how to deal with that. And then there's the issue of fraud. I mean, there's a lot of talk about that and concerns being raised about fraud and mail-in voting. So what do you say to people that are worried about that or worried that their vote won't count? You know, I think for us, I know there's lots of concern and talk about that, but here in New Mexico, we've got a really strong track record with mail-in voting. I do believe in the post office. And I also know that with a paper ballot that, you know, that's the key if your state does have a paper ballot process uh, in one way or another in the audit process or in the recount process or you name what it is, there's almost a uh, high, high level of certainty uh, that your, your vote will eventually be counted as long as there is a paper ballot. And we do have a, we require paper ballots in New Mexico. So I think people should be confident. And I think it's also important to remember, you know, uh, there's always lots of rumors around election time, always, every time, and this year is no different. And I also know that pretty much uh, people come through and our clerks and our secretaries of state, uh, they end up getting a good count in. And we prove time and time again, America is a strong democracy, despite all the rumors that we all share before we vote. After the vote, uh, we'll, we'll get things right. It seems to intensify 2016. We saw a lot of foreign interference. It does appear that some of our states or hopefully all of our states are more ready for this uh, cycle. Are you seeing that any type of misinformation campaigns, either from domestic sources, local sources, uh, foreign sources? 
You know, that's an interesting area where sometimes it's helpful for us to, you know, go through something uh, a couple of years ago so that then we're ready this year. And I think this is a good example where uh, many states, especially uh, ours, we've really stepped up all the cybersecurity aspects uh, with, with respect to voting. And again, always having that, that paper ballot at the end of the day uh, always gives you an audit trail, essentially. And we haven't seen, fortunately, in New Mexico, I think we've been very blessed that uh, we haven't seen really any outside interference or anything of that nature. And I think, you know, hopefully that's uh, going true around the rest of the country. But I know for in New Mexico, it's a place where also I think we're all a little jaded and skeptical. So now there's so much information out there from all angles that I don't think anyone really believes a particular source. And so that actually might make this problem better. Well, let's hope so. And we're recording this eight days before the election. So we haven't seen a overwhelming amount of interference uh, yet. So if it's going to happen, it'll be happening in the next couple of days. So let's cross our fingers about that. And, and also voter intimidation. That's a real concern for many Americans. But, you know, we've got to get the vote out. That's the best way to overcome scare tactics. So how are you all encouraging folks to go out there and exercise their right to vote? We're encouraging folks to have a clear plan and to think through that plan in terms of what's best for them and their family. And so for me, I have young kids, so it's much easier for us to do an early vote, for example, on a weekend uh, where we're more flexible with time, we're not in a hurry. Uh, and there's also a way for us, uh, you know, in this situation of COVID, we're, we're actually not going to take our kids to the polls. We usually do that. Uh, but instead, we'll have some family help out and watch them. So it's have a plan for, you know, how you're going to handle your children. Or also, I think the biggest thing is not being in a rush. So just whether it's your work situation or your family situation, uh, make sure that uh, there's a way for you not to be in a rush. The other thing is to look at different locations. So every, you know, state is different. We do have uh, polling convenience centers, meaning you can vote anywhere in your county. And there is an app actually that our secretary of state and our county clerk set up where you can look at the wait times. And so uh, part of the plan is also saying, maybe I'm not going to the place right by my house. Uh, I'm going to go to a place in another part of town that has no line. And so that's often a way to do it too. And if you're concerned, especially about different um, you know, interactions like in the parking lot when you're parking and so forth, there is information about, you know, the setup of the polling site and what might be the most comfortable for you. And the last thing is you can always go with someone at least to stand in line outside with you. And so that's always a good idea too, if you just don't want to be there by yourself. So just thinking through those issues, it's different for each person. The important thing is this year, take some time to plan in advance uh, and then be flexible because you might show up somewhere and they might say, well, maybe you can go two blocks away and it's faster, uh, or maybe a particular site's closed because there's concerns about Corona. So book lots of time and be flexible. And then many cities and states have made changes with their polling locations and methods since the last election. So has that happened in Albuquerque? We've had some minor changes, but not a lot, actually, uh, again, because we have locations that are spread out and that's that's helped us historically in a sense that we're not tied to a specific precinct. Uh, we can actually have different convenience centers all around the city. And they actually typically do move a little bit each year anyway, just because of availability of space and so forth. So. We're fortunate that our population is somewhat trained to uh, look and say, okay, where are the locations this year? You know, because everyone knows they kind of shift a little bit here and there. 
And that, that kind of institutional flexibility, I think, has helped us become a little bit more resilient. All right. So whether your city is exactly the same as last year or changed, you should know. And that all comes into play with what your plan is for election day or voting early. I've got my vote in here this past weekend. Did some local media around that so we could encourage everybody to develop their plan. So Mayor Keller, in closing, uh, we're kind of going through tough times in America right now. As mayors, we got to kind of embrace that brutal reality, but also put out some hope there. So even in the hardest of times, Americans are still finding ways to focus on hope. So what or who gives you hope during this time? You know, I'm really given hope right now by uh, our folks who do volunteer out at the polling places and who work both the volunteers and the paid staff. Uh, they're doing this in obviously a time of pandemic, but also a time of great unrest. And so they're, they're doing it because they believe in democracy and they believe that it's actually an essential duty uh, in every sense of the word to make sure that that location is operating safe and appropriately. And so uh, they give me hope. And I would also just say for everyone out there, you know, the American experiment continues and we've been through dark times before. There's no doubt this isn't our first pandemic as a country. Uh, this also isn't our first time of social unrest by any stretch. And I do believe that we come out stronger after we push through these tough times. Absolutely. At the polls on Saturday, I was really encouraged and given hope by the number of first time voters. And uh, the poll workers would say, you know, first time voter and everybody would erupt and cheer and clap for them. So <laughs> really awesome. validating this democratic experiment that still continues in our country. And yeah, all these challenges that we have right now, it may not feel like it in the moment, but they make you stronger. We're gonna come out more unified uh, on the other side of this election, the pandemic, that civil unrest to continue to improve this great country we have. So Mayor Keller, thank you for joining us on today's episode of An American Breakthrough. And for our listeners, be sure to stay tuned for our next episode.